This is Bodner Live, a live video talk show and podcast, and your destination for trending topics in marketing, advertising, branding, and business. Straight talking marketing maverick, Bodner Dos Santos is your host. Here's Bodner. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wagner Dos Santos, and this is Wagner Live Insights. Uh, today, I'd like to discuss what is going to be trending this year in business models as well as thinking. So um, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first and foremost, um, I'd like to talk about um, a Forbes article that came out in... Um, well, I, I think it came out a little bit ago. It was it was um, really with reference to driving uh, the 10 business trends that will drive success in 2016, right? But I, I'm bringing this up because it's relevant for 2017. What I'd like to discuss is what they had proposed that was going to be trending in 2016 so that we could evaluate and see if that was in fact the case. Number two, talk about some of these that we feel that will move into 2017. And then I added a few uh, toward the end that I want to talk about. All right. So let's uh, start with number one. Number one on this top 10 list is top performing companies will focus on connecting customers, otherwise known as the collection economy that Seth Godin and many others talk about. I believe that uh, this was definitely trending in 2016 and will continue to trend in 2017 because we're seeing or we have seen companies such as Airbnb, Uber, Lyft that are all part of this collection uh, economy, if you will, sorry. Uh, or I'm sorry, not collection economy. Let me rephrase, what am I talking about collection? Well, they are collecting too, but it's the connection economy, connection economy. Um, so they're connecting and collecting. And the idea of businesses that connect is really very progressive and where you'll see a lot of businesses going. There are so many businesses that you've probably seen that have very high valuation and they don't even have any product or inventory and they're not really selling anything other than connecting you. So we'll definitely be seeing more of that model because it's been successful so far and others are gonna want to continue that trend. Number two, Smart businesses will shift from complaining about to embracing millennials. <laughs> so I don't know if they did enough of that, but um, I believe that that definitely has to take place because millennials are now um, they're now in that the hot seat of decision making. And like it or not, they are a generation that is uh, um, is really driving business one way or another. What I like to add to that is Generation Z, which is coming up right behind them. And then after that, the alpha generation that we don't hear too much about yet, but we're gonna have to start planning for that they're right at the tails of Generation Z. Now, so far it seems that the millennials and Generation Z, they're very experience oriented and um, they're very choosy about the products and services that they spend any money on that it needs to be tied to greater good. So I believe we're gonna, we're gonna continue seeing this trend to where brands, products, and services that succeed in 2017 are those that appeal 
to the interests of these generations that they are doing good for the earth and doing something uh, altruistic and good for the generations themselves. Um, number three, innovative organizations will invest in mentoring and engagement for remote employees. Um, I think that we saw a trend in the last couple of years where there was a lot more telecommuting, um, virtual uh, businesses and offices, and also companies that were investing in employees in general, in the growth of their uh, employees and mentoring them, empowering employees. I always talk about uh, Richard Branson, uh, who I'm just such a fan of, and uh, it would be my dream to meet him face to face. I've heard such great things about him from people that have worked for him. But um, one of the many things that I love about him is his business model of creating entrepreneurship. And what he means by that is that he has a lot of entrepreneurs within his organization that uh, he, he labels as intrapreneurs. And he gives each each of them the tools and resources to somewhat be autonomous and do their own thing under the virgin umbrella. And sometimes that means that they grow out of uh, working at Virgin and they go and do their own thing. And he empowers them to do so and encourages them and doesn't uh, doesn't try to deflate them or or play any kind of contractual trickery uh, to prevent them from growing and pursuing their dreams. But if uh, pursuing their dreams means growing within the Virgin organization, great. If it means uh, moving moving on, then that's fine too. But he definitely empowers people and encourages them to do that, and I think that's great. Um, number four, which I think is really interesting, top businesses will focus on strengths-based more than remedial leadership. So I, uh, I'm i curious what you guys think. If you've seen this happen, it's definitely important. And I, I do believe that we'll see some of this in, in 2017 and beyond as well, which means we were always programmed to um, give employees reviews and talk about where their weaknesses are, what their weaknesses are, and what they need to improve on. But what we haven't done enough of is actually focusing on what they're really good at, what their what their strengths are, and building on that. Spending too much time focusing on what they're not good at and giving them critique on what to improve, but not really spending time on their strengths because. Um, not only is that a much more positive direction to go with employees that, is, that will uh, motivate them to do even greater work, but it helps the company too, instead of spending so much time focusing on the negatives, harness the strengths and really build those strengths. And perhaps those strengths may lead into um, a new responsibility or a new position for those employees. So businesses that that do that um, will, will definitely be much more successful, I believe. And um, they're going to not only see greater productivity from their employees, but they're also going to see employees that want to stay there longer, which we talked about millennials before. One of the criticisms out there about millennials is that they don't hold a job for very long. They um, Many of them don't go beyond a year. And um, a lot of it is because they're not being stimulated. They, they're they a generation that needs to have a lot of things going on and they, they need to feel that they're part of a, a bigger purpose. And so I think this, this uh, following this in 2017 and beyond will really help. Um, number five, commodity products will continue to see margins erode. Services will extend value. 
So uh, this this is definitely very true, and I also believe we'll continue that uh, companies and businesses that are based on commodities or their services are commoditized will not be successful. And so what, what do they need to do to break out of this? Well, it's about positioning yourselves as more than just selling features and benefits and products. Uh, look at Amazon as a great model. Amazon um, sells a whole suite of products and services, but it's how they sell them that makes Amazon uh, so special. It's how, why, and the experience that Amazon creates. You can go on Amazon and easily and intuitively find what you're looking for, find the best price, read reviews, and make an informed decision on what to purchase. And depending on what you're purchase, purchasing and, and through what kind, of, um, uh, what kind of account you have with Amazon, you may be able to order that during your lunch break and uh, see it at home when you get there at the end of work. So that's, that's, a, that's a business model that obviously I don't have to tell you that is very successful, but it's things like this that are going to move the needle for, for businesses is they need to go beyond just what they sell and the prices of what they sell, but how they sell them and what that experience looks like. Number six, leaders will invest in a corporate culture of customer service to grow revenue. So this segues really nicely that customer service is key uh, when when there's very few things to differentiate one business from another, the way that you care for your customers, the way that you truly become a partner with your customers is very key in developing and growing that relationship with them. So I believe we'll, we'll definitely see a growing trend in this area and, um, and certainly um, how someone uses, which I'm going to get to later on, how they use technology and social media to even improve that kind of communication uh, will be key for businesses. Um, another one here is number seven, leading companies will measure and deliver results, not just solutions. solutions. And uh, that goes with what I'm saying about partnership is that you may, uh, let's see, for example, let me use an example. Um, you may be installing, uh, I don't know, some electronic equipment or uh, uh, maybe a, a home automation, right? Let's say you're 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 doing some home automation and that's your your gig. You're not an electrician, but you're dependent on the electricity and the internet connectivity to make that happen. You go into an install and. Um, the something's wrong with the electric where you're not able to power up the devices and maybe something's wrong with the internet that the bandwidth isn't supporting or maybe there's some something blocking or firewalling what have you um so the difference and see i'm using this example to see if i can bring this home for you guys you know the the difference is between a partner and just a just a service provider is Will that person stay and say, hey, listen, the Internet isn't my isn't my issue, nor is the electrical. But what I'm doing is dependent on those things. So let me help you uh, figure out who we need to talk to. And I can help talk to those people too, and explain to them what they need, because at the end of the day, the customer is looking for a solution. Right. Most people, they just want the stuff to work. They don't want to know how it needs to work and they don't want to know all the steps and whose responsibility whose fault it is none of that helps 
getting the job done. So, um, so someone who comes in and says, Hey, listen, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you make sure all of this works. Um, I have a client of mine that's in the, um, VoIP space, voice over IP, and that's their model. And, um, and it's one that they, um, they're very proud of and they want to continue, which is being a solution provider and uh, going into a going into a client and being able to make sure that everything works, even if it's out of their um, direct responsibility. So expect to see more of that and expect to do that as a business if um, if you want to succeed uh, in this year and beyond. Um, the other one is number eight creative businesses will introduce fun and games to engage customers and employees. We've seen a lot of this over the years and uh, a lot of it inspired from Google and Apple and Facebook and, and all these um, fun headquarters that we see pictures of where they have uh, nap rooms and game rooms and all this fun stuff going on. The reason is, and, uh, and I've seen a lot of people try to mimic these and sometimes not as sincerely as, uh, as you would expect. They just think it looks kind of cool to do, but they don't understand the reason behind doing it. And the companies that do this, they do it because they realize, and I said this uh, in my episode yesterday, in fact, when I was talking about humor in the workplace, that they do this because they realize that you spend so much more time out of your life in the workplace, that if the workplace isn't a fun place to be, then um, more than likely you're not gonna stay there very long and you're going to um, not probably be very productive and be um, probably not a happy person. You look at the basic 40 hour work week and you multiply that by 52 and you multiply that by the basic lifespan or career span of an individual, that's a lot of hours and a very large percentage that comes out of someone's life. And um, so it, it needs to be a place that's fun and um, and also you find a lot of businesses, they not only want to do it to increase productivity and, and keep people happy, but uh, also you see them introducing having lunches uh, brought in there and chefs coming into the place. Um, it adds an extra uh, benefit appeal, but it also maintains employees in the building as opposed to leaving for an hour to hour lunch, hitting traffic and then missing work. So there, there, there's some of that as well that, that comes into play. And number nine, the best companies will tightly integrate content marketing into their sales process. Yes, yes. Uh, expect to see a lot of that this year and into the, the, the next few years. I'm a big proponent of that. I talk to my clients often about content marketing being extremely important that um, people today and tomorrow are looking for companies, brands and businesses that are there to educate people. And we've, we've come into this uh, landscape now where uh, businesses need to be more thought leaders and mentors to their prospective clients and less pushy about selling their wares and pricing and product and features and benefits and all that. Um, again, going back to the millennials, the millennial generation, they're very cynical and they've learned not to trust advertising. So, um, so using those kind of methods is not going to connect and you're going to be unsuccessful. So what you need to do is instead put content out and that content could be contextual, but also video 
live video like what I'm doing right now and connect with people through that content, educate them. And, um, and as you educate them and they get to know you, they may want to work with you. And so that's, that's the process and content marketing is, uh, is definitely only going to grow further with technology, video, live streaming, uh, virtual reality and, and everything else that comes in. Uh, we're going to see content produced in a, in a variety of ways. Um, and then let's see, that brings us to number 10 rapid growth companies will invest in developing selling, solving skills for their non salespeople. So, um, I, I think that will continue that, um, there are a lot of people that come into a company that don't have that kind of solution skill. They are order takers, if you will. And, um, and so I think it's important to train people that are, that aren't naturally problem solvers, that, um, being an order taker is not, um, is not what a customer or client is looking for. They want you to be uh, a partner and a solutions provider. They, they want you to make their world and the world around them better. So those, those are the top 10 that came out of the Forbes article. And I, and as I typically do, I'll have that available on my website, Wagner.live, together with both the audio and video um, versions of this podcast and live show. But in addition, which I will also place in there, I added a few of my own for 2017, which was not included in the 2016 list. So number one, tech integration forward. I believe that companies, businesses that are going to be tech forward and especially tech integration forward are the ones that will succeed. And what I mean by that is with all the great technology that is coming out, knowing how to harness that and leverage it for your business and for your customers will set you apart from the competition. So what that means is that some businesses and some business owners that don't feel that they are uh, tech savvy, well, my advice to you is um, start reading, start researching, and start getting involved because technology is here and you'll be left behind if you don't embrace it. So those companies that are tech integration forward will succeed in 2017. My next one is pace of scalability. Things are moving very fast, especially because of technological innovation. So those businesses that are prepared to scale up quickly are also those that are going to succeed because you, um, as a business want to grow, you, um, you, you want to, uh, you want to evolve and, uh, you know, as they say, be careful what you wish for, because that could happen very quickly. And if you're not prepared to scale up, uh, as quickly as the, uh, demand requires, then you could fail. So the pace of scalability, especially the, the more rapid pace of scalability, being prepared for that is going to be a big one for 2017 and beyond. Um, number three that I added is, um, uh, retail showrooms. So I feel that those, uh, those that are in brick and mortar and retail type businesses expect to see a trend toward becoming more of a showroom and less of a brick and mortar store. So more of a place where you um, encourage people to come in, touch, feel, experience the products, experience, big word, which I'll talk about in a second, and um, allow them to either uh, purchase um, on their phone and online when they get home, or when they're somewhere on the street, or um, maybe have some kiosks in the store to allow them to do it there. But 
pull back from the traditional uh, checkout and, and registers. Um, that model is slowly going away. And uh, because of the ease of e-commerce and online shopping, uh, brick and mortar stores still have a place, but um, more as a showroom. And we're seeing that with a lot of other companies that are online based that are building brick and mortar showrooms as well. Number four in my list is experiential and experiences. So great segue. The millennials, the Generation Z, and probably the alpha generation to follow, they are big on experiences. Um, there's a lot of data out there that supports that millennials that they would rather spend money on an experience than a product or a service. So what that means is they would rather spend money on travel, they would rather go see a movie, go to a theater, do something that is experiential rather than spend money on um, you know, the newest toy or, or clothing or something like that. Um, however, that being said, they do need products and clothing, like I said, and all those things, and if you provide it to them in an experiential way, you'll much better connect with them than if you're just um, touting features and benefits and pricing. And the last one on my list is mobile first. So expect a continued trend in 2017 and beyond where um, mobile, and I mean smartphones and phablets and tablets, expect those to be where your audience is gonna spend the most amount of time on researching you, shopping your stores. Um, there's a lot of data again to support this where um, a majority, in fact, I just saw something the other day where um, there was some data talking about the um, holiday season that just went by and that um, there was the highest spike in history in mobile shopping over desktop shopping um, and even brick and mortar shopping. So mobile is going to continue to rise. So being um, making sure that mobile first, that you're thinking mobile first, not just on your website or your e-commerce platform, but your strategies and everything you do, add, make sure you have a mobile component because uh, like it or not, uh, the generations of today and, and of tomorrow, they're very tethered to their phones, which I've said many times in previous programs are no longer phones. They're really portable computers that happen to have a phone connected to it. So being mobile, being mobile aware and mobile first is going to be extremely important for success and expect that to be uh, something uh, that's going to be growing in 2017 and beyond. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 1.30 uh, p.m. Pacific. I'll be hosting Wagner Live Episode 24, the Marketing Midweek Wrap-Up on Facebook Live. That's today. And I'll be back tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific for Episode 25 of Wagner Live Insights. Uh, and that's only on Periscope. Until next time, this is Wagner. Signing off. This has been another episode of Wagner Live. For replays, show schedules, and more information, till next time.